Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Escape Pod. Thank you so much for escaping with us. As always, that's Andrew. I'm Alex. And as always, with great power comes great top 10 ability. We're doing our top 10 list of 2023. This is kind of almost a 2023 recap video. Yeah. But I did want to let the viewers know in on a little secret. I don't know if this is a secret, but uh, are you wearing a shirt underneath that hoodie? Unreal, dude. Negative, dude. I was wearing a long sleeve shirt. It was a little hot. Didn't feel like I needed to, so I just whipped it off. Unreal. Unreal. It's cold. Really cold outside. You know. You know when? What? Well, yeah. Okay. No. What? Please. You know, Connor was like, you know, he's single by choice. Like he knows how to get the ladies. Uh-huh. It's literally this is my move. Ready? Damn, you're getting me pretty aroused right now. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Step do, out. do we it's need to pause? A humid do we need here. to pause? Come back or maybe. Maybe. Okay. Uh yes, yeah, so we're doing um hot seat today. We're doing a fan. No, we're not. No, probably no, prob- not. Probably not. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a fan segment soon. So start yes. sending your questions in on TikTok, Instagram, and of course the Discord. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube as well. Uh yeah, join the Discord. Uh but uh yeah, we're gonna do hot seat. We're gonna we're gonna have some fun. I got a trivia thing for you to do. Yeah, am I winning a prize for this trivia thing? Oh, yeah, I was going to give you a prize. That's I don't I don't I was... have it in here. Oh, you'd have to go get it. Yeah. Well, aren't you prepared? You know, prepared. Yeah. Can I be slightly, slightly profesh? profesh? So what do you want to start with? Hot I kind of want to start with hot hot seat. Yeah, we always start off hot. Yeah. Do a little pick, pick a hand. This one. I start. Ready? Okay, great. Yeah. Four minutes, five minutes. Let's do five minutes. Yeah. You know, I've got a start lot of the good... year off hot. Eh? Got a, I got a lot of good questions for you, but I don't got nothing, but I'm going to rattle them off. Oh, right? really? Mm-hmm. I don't have anything prepared. Well, you were the one that prepared this episode. Yeah, I just wrote hot seat. Oh, great. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Uh, favorite thing of the year so far? 2024? It, yeah, yeah, it's been three days. Uh, uh, the, no. Um, you got nothing. That was last year. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you had the flight here. The flight here wasn't awful. I am a bad flyer. I'm a notoriously bad flyer. Flying scares me. It's a long flight. It's like a five, six hour flight from Florida to here. Mm-hmm. I get really dehydrated. I, I buy like four of those big bottles of water. It costs me 50 bucks at the airport every time, but I have to chug water while I'm in the air. Yeah, I'm a bad flyer. And the flight here wasn't awful. What about your favorite thing being you 15 stocking me? That was pretty exciting. <laughs> we yeah. played we played like six games of Super Smash, and he three-stocked me almost every single time. It was pretty embarrassing. We were filming it. That's going to be a bonus video that y'all can find later in the episode. I'll explain that later. But. Yeah, but honestly, I don't know why you would even look for that video. What? It's, it's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. Yeah. I don't want people to see it. Yeah. But like, no, you, you, I mean, yeah, you got upset. It I was, was really, it, was it ruined cool. my day. It did. It ruined your day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ruined my day. Yeah. Um, how long is Rachel stand? She doesn't have a return flight. Oh, so she's just here indefinitely. I hope so. We got yeah. nine people in the house. Yeah, it's crazy. Currently, yeah. like just today, who is your favorite person in the house? You. Why? Because I don't like Rachel. Why? She annoys me. Just kidding. She's the best. Everything like that. No. Yeah. Rachel. Obviously. Rachel's your favorite? Yeah. But there's not like a particular Love person you. that like made you more happy today or not. Rachel did? You're crushing it today. I'm crushing it. Yeah. You're, we, we just filmed a, a An advertisement ad. just now. Um we yeah we're on a roll we're filming I'm happy to be here everything like that yeah do you do you miss 2023 do you wish it was still 2020 are you ready no, for 2023 I don't think I miss 2023 but at the same time I'm very grateful and happy for 2023 we've talked about this a little bit 
I don't know if it's the best year of my life, but it's certainly the year of my life that ushered in the most change. It's completely changed my life forever. Yeah. And I, forever I'll be grateful for 2023. And I had a really, really great year. But I'm really excited for this year. I'm not going to ask you any like specific resolutions or goals, but kind of in that vein, similar question. What if, what is something or a few things that if by the end of 2024, you can't say that happened or I did that, you would be upset? Does that make sense? Yes. So kind of goals, but it could, there's some wiggle room there. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah. I, it, in terms of being disappointed, because obviously I have goals, but you know how I set goals. I set goals absurdly, obnoxiously high. Yeah. And so if you achieved half that, it's a good thing. So even saying something like that, I would really uh, uh, like to, you know, I would like to go through this year without needing or wanting or any getting another job. I would like to make it through this entire year. Um, I, I'm obviously not living off of the podcast right now, but um, at, at some point this year, I, I would like to. Um, and I would just like to go throughout this year without having to, you know, call Spotify yeah. or, or, or something along those lines. Yeah. Speaking of podcast income. Yeah. The Patreon. Yeah. What do you think the Patreon episode that we filmed yesterday is top five Patreon episodes? Yes. You it's do? It's really funny. I think it's really funny. It, I think it's borderline top five though. It's, it, it, yeah. I understand you saying that. We've had some amazing Patreon episodes. There's obviously the famous bed one. Uh, bed. Oh. Yeah. Wait. The one where we're in the beds. Oh, right. With yeah. The, the, the first 30 minutes of that is the greatest oh. 30 minutes of the podcast ever. We're talking about Aristotle and stuff. Yeah. 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 And then that one was good. There's and the obviously the almost iconic one with Rachel and Haley in here. Yeah. But I don't know. This new one coming out Friday that just came out this past Friday is, is up there for me. It's really, I mean, it's probably our best nerdy discussion ever. The. Yeah. The genitalia. Conversation. Of maybe superhero characters. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> that we talked about for not kidding, like half minutes, an hour. Yeah. yeah like yeah. a no, long it time. Good. It was good. But we had some strong debates in there. Yeah. We strongly disagreed on, on a Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom, Peter yeah. Parker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're wrong about both no, of those. Green but. Goblin was, we had, you know. Yeah, but you kind of gave me Green I Goblin. I gave you Green Goblin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last question. Last question. Um... What is the last thing I did that made you happy and that pissed you off? Recently, uh, there was a decision made for the house that I was not a part of because I was not here. And when I came back, I was told about it by everybody in the house and everybody in the house is kind of unhappy with the way it transpired and the way it happened. And, um, I was upset hearing about it. So I was upset with you hearing about it because obviously unfairly, you are the patriarch of the house. You are the head of the household. So if a decision is made with the entire house in mind, if you were going to blame one person, it's always going to be you unfairly. But so in that moment, I was pretty upset hearing all these things and then walking in here. Yeah. Um, I was pretty upset at you. Um, 
Uh, Even though I didn't do it. No, no. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I did in that moment blame you. So that's probably the last that's time. That's fair because I, I did let them in here. Really upset with you. Uh, uh, but then the next morning, I like I after sleeping on it and everything, I was like that was unfair to be mad at Andrew. And I went and talked to you about it, and we're good. Yeah. I made it, and I'm really not that upset anymore. But in the moment, I, I just don't. I mean, know. yeah, you came home from a six-hour flight, and you you had stuff messed up in your space. Yeah, yeah. and it's just you know, like I don't, I don't know, you know. That frustrated me. They're not paying rent. You know, I paid rent to leave this space alone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. and, you know, so cause I wasn't here since the second. And then the last time I was really happy with you, you know, you've had some spectacular moments since I returned literally two days ago. Um, our conversation, was it yesterday? Our conversation um, regarding like the future and what we're doing going forward and everything. But yesterday you had an event. And you really killed it. Um, and you you got some videos of you doing magic and, and everything. And, and I yeah, coming home from that, hearing about how great that event went for you. I was hyped. I was pretty happy about that. So that that's probably the last time I was most happy with you. Thank you. Um, yeah. But I filming this ad, I was really happy with that script you wrote. Yeah, the ad was fun. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready? We're doing hot seat for you. Yeah, let's do it. All right. You ready? Three. I was ready. Two. One. Which pirate do you think your mother most resembled when she had her eye patch? Hmm. I mean, does Dread Pi- the Dread Pirate Roberts have an eye patch yeah. in Princess Bride? No. No. He's n- never shown. So, so who's... No, yeah, he is. Really? I mean, he's Wesley. That's Remember? right. But the person before him was also Dread Pirate Roberts. Exactly. Maybe he had an eye patch. Uh, I don't know. The freaking. Um. I just think she looked like Nick Fury. She had like a Nick Fury thing going on. Oh, excellent. You know, no, no beard or like sword or anything. But yeah. she had like, she's an accountant and kind of like. In oh, charge. okay. I give that to you. So Absolutely. maybe Nick Fury. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, New Year, same jacket, same haircut. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest change that we can expect as an audience, a fan of Wafella? What's the biggest change coming with your wardrobe or looks this <laughs> year? Uh, Mom forced me to get new shoes for Christmas. Wow. Like, she tried to take me shopping multiple times. I was like, no. And then she got, like, two or three pairs, and then I chose one or two of them. She got Dylan in the house. She sent him a picture of the shoe store she was in. She was like, pick some. And she got what Dylan said. So I have two new tennis shoes that look better than my slip-ons. Excellent. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, if we hit, I think it's 500 or 600 patrons, yeah. then they get to choose something to do Your with my hair. Not, yeah. Um, so that might be the biggest change, but that yeah. that is dependent on Patreon. They might just actually go for the ultimate bit and leave you cursed with that haircut. For the oh my gosh, life. that would be funny. That would be really funny. That would be really funny. To keep it. <laughs> um, what you kind of asked me a similar question, but I'm going to ask you the straight up opposite of it. What's your biggest goal for the year? Don't give me, I want to praise Jesus. Okay, fine. Uh, I want to glorify God. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> and enjoy him forever. Uh-huh. Um, no, yeah. I mean, I, I would like to, you know, um, that's always a goal, strengthen the relationship with God. But um, <laughs> I'd love to do like, so I have a, a few goals. Like I want to, my main like ethereal goal for the year is to be more creative and positive and excited in regards to life and my content. So I talked about this last year where I was like, my main focus is life and then content kind of reflecting that. And I think I did that well for a year. And now coming off of that, I think the mental in in regards to my content and stuff is way better. And I'm really excited to start doing 
more elaborate videos on the Wafello channel and interesting things that like I haven't allowed myself to do, like escape rooms, like kidnappings, like interviewing. I would love to like get to the point where I'm interviewing actors on red carpets and stuff. I reached out to a lot of companies to do that. Um, I want to bring magic back. I want to start doing magic for people again um, because I feel like those actually have a chance of like making an impact and doing something interesting in short form uh, instead of long form. Uh, maybe starting like a game show would be cool. And then obviously keeping up with the podcast and, um, you know, uh, income wise would be cool to like go in the positive direction again, as opposed to the negative direction that like I went last, last year. year. Yeah. yeah, of course. So have you watched any of the Percy Jackson show? No. Have you seen the reviews for it? Yes. It's been largely positive initially, yes. and now it's taking a negative turn. Is it? Yes. It seriously is. negative turn. People are saying the acting sucks, the kids suck, everything like that. Mm. People are not liking it now. I only care about one opinion on that, and it's Cam. And she loves it? Uh, I don't know if the new episodes, she's turned a new leaf, but she's a mega Percy Jackson fan, knows all the books and everything, and she's making like heck of videos about it. So I just see her being happy, and it makes me happy. Okay. You know what I mean? But I mean, if she starts disliking it, then then I'll then I'll take note. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Are you gonna watch it? Probably not. Uh, but I, my next my follow up question was: hearing that maybe the reviews are turning a little bit, does that make you at all worried for the Avatar show? I'm always worried for the Avatar show. Uh -huh. uh, I, I am allowing myself to be a little more excited about it now. Mm -hmm. um, but you posted about it on Twitter the other day. Yeah, I'm very hype. I'm very excited. I but you know. Always in the back of my mind is like, you'll never know until we watch it. You won't know until we watch it. Um, so, This is the final question. Sure. Over, under. Yeah. The amount of premieres you expect to go to this year. Okay. Premieres? Five and a half. Premieres. Premieres. Not screenings. Not screenings. Premieres. Expect. Okay. World premieres. I've been to like two, three. Cool. Spider-Verse, mm -hmm. Black Phone, mm -hmm. Bullet Train. Mm -hmm. Two of them were at the same location across the Spider-Verse and Bullet Train. Mm -hmm. And you said how many? Five and a half. So my immediate gut says lower. Yeah. Right. Yep. But given that one of my goals is to get in with these companies more. Yes. Um, and I told you, like, I've emailed Warner Brothers and Universal and freaking Disney and Netflix and some of these other companies uh, because that's like more of my goal this time. So it might be closer than we think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I would say under mm -hmm. just to be safe. Just to be safe. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that. Also, like, are there a ton of movies that like, like, this movie, this year doesn't look like it's shaping up to be super hot movie-wise. No. Agree or disagree? Abs I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Deadpool 3 would be cool. Of course. Um, but there's not a lot of other, like, Marvel stuff that I'm super hype about. Star Wars, I'm not sure. I mean, we get a Pixar movie this year. Is it Elio or whatever the frick? Yes. Um, yeah, I, there's no Spider-Man thing that I'm specifically going to be gunning for. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we'll see. We will. All right. First All right. hot seat of the new year. Yeah. So we're going to recap 2023 a little bit. Yep. Obviously, may it rest in peace. Yeah. A lot of good stuff for us. A lot of bad stuff for a lot of people. Um, but the year is over and uh, we're going to talk about it. So would you like to rank your top 10 movies of the year? 
Yeah, uh, pick a hand. You go first. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. Sure. Do you mind if I bring out my phone? No, yeah. Well, I'll be, I'll be bringing out my laptop. I'm bringing out my letterbox, baby. Everyone follow us on the letterbox. Wafello and at Alex Azor. Alex Azor. Exactly. A-L-E-X-A-Z-O-R. All one word. And this list, my full list ranking will be available to the public. Um, yeah, I have my letterbox. I think I have 58 from last year All on my there. lists are privated, but this list oh, will be public really? after this episode. I just did my DCEU list. Ooh. I did a Pixar list. Ooh. All right. So uh, I'm going to start with number uh, 10. You want to do any honorable mentions first? Sure. Yeah, let's do your honorable mentions. Uh, I'll do like a, a couple of them. Uh, sure. Iron Claw. Yeah, I knew that was going to be one. Uh, just missed the top 10. I've got it at my number 11. Okay. Uh, I thought it was really, really great. Um, hot take that you and I maybe share. Iron Claw. Great movie. Um, Zac Efron getting a lot of Oscar buzz. Maybe a little undeserving in my opinion. Yeah, this... I, we sold this on the Patreon, but I'd want to tell it again yeah. because of our juju, you yeah. know, our yeah. je ne sais quoi, yeah. uh, we, our, our love for each other, mm-hmm. our connection, yeah. our... Everybody knows we're kind of in our a sexual tension relationship, yeah. yeah. So we come out of the, the movie and you go, we were talking about how good the movie was. Mm-hmm. And then you, so you say, the, all you say is, I have an opinion or like, I have a hot take. And I stop you and I go... I think I know what it is. And you went, huh? And I went, Zach Efron. And then in unison, we were like, not an Oscar-worthy performance. Yeah. Now, I am not saying he did bad. Holy crap, he did amazing. He's great. He's great. I will praise his performance all day long. Like, the movie was great. He sucked me in the whole time. Like, I just, I think he's worthy of an Oscar nomination, perhaps. I just didn't come out of it being like, that's 100% an Oscar-winning performance, yeah. right? Like, And we saw a lot of that on the internet. Yes. So maybe because I had higher expectations, I came out and I was like, well, he's not where I thought he was going to be based on the wild praises online. Yeah. But like, no negatives here. No. Just not an Oscar. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. I, he Again, he's great. The movie's great. But I think the strongest parts of the Iron Claw have to do with the script. I think it's mm-hmm. really, really well written. And I would love if it's based on a book for it to win adapted screenplay or original screenplay or something, something like that. But well, it's going to lose adapted screenplay to Oppenheimer. But it Because it, you, you think Killian Murphy deserves. Yes. You think uh, that's better. Yes. Much like head and shoulders. I don't think that you could put Zac Efron's performance in the Iron Claw in the same conversation as Killian Murphy with, with Oppenheimer and... That, that's just my two cents. But yeah, I, I thought it was a, a really great movie. I give it an 8 out of 10. And then another honorable mention uh, that I wanted to talk about because I don't know if you are going to talk about it is I really loved the Super Mario movie. Sure. I, I know it's not the best thing in the world, everything like that. But like I saw that with my little brother and I was grinning ear to ear the whole movie. It's exactly what I wanted. Like, you know, obviously we are known a little bit for, uh, especially me, uh, being, you know, the captain of the Cars 2 fan club. Yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of want to turn my brain off and just enjoy a movie. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's how 90% of moviegoers watch movies. Exactly. Letterboxd has 9 million people on it. That's it. You know, like, uh, uh, so yeah, I just have fun and I did. Yeah. Right? And Peach, celebrity crush of 2023. Big eyes. Oh, yeah. Huge. Oh, yeah. So with that, we're going into my top 10. Here we uh, go. Mm, number 10, Mission Impossible Rogue. No. Dead Reckoning Part two, <laughs> 1. You effed it up, dude. Sorry. Yeah, let's, let's, let's try again. Ready? 
Mission Impossible number ten. No, no, start. So you're gonna, you're right. Here's your line. Here's, say, say line. Line. Here are my top ten movies of 2023. Number ten. Okay. Here we go. Ready? And action. Here are my top ten movies of 2023. Number ten. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Thank you. Um, great movie. Tom Cruise is the best actor in the world. Yeah. All right. Number nine. Mm-hmm. Bottoms. Wow. Loved Bottoms. Funniest movie of the year. Loved it. Marshawn Lynch was hilarious. Uh, 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 you can do it. Ayo uh, Edbiri. Rachel Sanat, they're don't ask me. the funniest people in the world. I uh, I liked Rachel in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I loved her in Bottoms. I'm sure I'm going to love her in Shiva Baby. Great cast, super funny, funniest movie of the year. Number eight, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That's an eight? Yes, I am obviously much lower on that movie than you. Yep. I still really, really enjoyed it. I do have problems with it. I don't think it's perfect. Um, but yeah, great, great movie. Uh, easily the second best movie of that trilogy. One of my favorite James Gunn movies ever. Um, And I mean, what a great send off for all of those characters. If we never see them again, I'm not going to be upset. Yep. That was Um, great. Number seven, I've got Oppenheimer. Okay. A movie that we got a decent amount of hate for on the internet for liking less than maybe another movie on this list. But uh, I, I still think it's really, really great. It's just a little long. I really feel like the pacing could have been better. But do you think it would have been better if it had more CGI fests? <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh yeah, uh I, I really I really, really enjoy Oppenheimer. And every time I see a clip from it on TikTok or YouTube or anything, you know, saying how good of a performance this guy gave or whatever, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's I mean, to be honest, it should be great. It should be top ten just because of the memes at this point. <laughs> you love your nobody loves the Oppenheimer memes more than <laughs> you. Know you. That one where he's like Yes, of course. I see it every day. Um, at number six, I have the movie that came out the same day. I've got Barbie. I Before Bottoms, I thought Barbie was the funniest movie of the year. I think it's expertly acted. I think it's it looks awesome. The cinematography, all the colors, everything. Uh, Ryan Gosling is obviously hilarious. And I uh, found it way more compelling than I expected for a Barbie movie. But, you know, that's what happens when you get a movie from Greta Gerwig. Um, I think this is the first movie I had seen from her because... Obviously, I hadn't watched any of the other ones because Timothy Chalamet's. Of course, of yeah, gotta veto those. Yeah, uh, my all right. So now we're into my top five, and uh, there's a newer movie in this list that I don't know exactly where it it, it should. So I currently have it at four, dethroning what I had at four. Air, Air, I've got at five. Uh, I thought Air was fabulous. I really had a great time with Air. I am a huge Jason Bateman guy because of Arrested Development. Obviously love Matt Damon anytime I see him. And Ben Affleck's my favorite Batman. Love that guy. So I I just loved Air. One of the tightest scripts of the year. I hope it gets Oscar buzz even though it came out obviously literally months and months and months ago. Almost a year ago. Uh, But I loved it. Number four, the newest addition to this list, I have uh, Godzilla Minus One. I thought Godzilla Minus One was just spectacular. I, I saw a tweet that said, the first act is Jurassic Park. The second act is Jaws, and the third act is Saving Private Ryan. Those wow, those are my three favorite Spielberg's, probably. Uh, just great. <laughs> yeah, just, that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I, I God, I loved it. it. It was so good, so fun. I was crying my eyes out at the end. Obviously, 
and you know, wow, what a concept. You take what Godzilla actually represents and you make him a monster and a terrible thing to be feared and you don't make him some weird good guy. Uh, I like that. And you get the best Godzilla movie ever. What a concept. So Godzilla minus one. Absolute nine out of ten. Loved it this year. Number three is a movie that I have been unbelievably high on since the early screening that we saw it at. Uh, talk to me. I don't have anything other to say other that I don't have anything new to say. It's just my favorite horror movie since my favorite horror movie of all time, Hereditary. I, I thought it was absolutely spectacular. I saw it twice. I loved it. Uh, and I, I can't wait to see more from the brothers that directed that movie because they, I mean, young stars. I cannot wait to see their next film. Uh, number two, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh my gosh. Mutant Mayhem. Oh my gosh. Has been my second favorite movie of the year oh from my the moment gosh. I saw it. I loved every second of it. What a concept, making the turtles children oh. and making them act like children. I have watched the your 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 big egg and cheese got a big egg and cheese. I I watched that scene a hundred times. It's incredible. The the action sequence, the montage of them taking down all the gangsters, excellent. One of the best needle drops of the year, also. Um, uh, like I loved the animation. I loved the the cast. I loved. I, I mean, my favorite joke probably of the year, even though Mutant Mayhem isn't as funny as Barbie or Bottoms. My favorite joke of the year is Ray Flay is hilarious. Uh, Mutant Mayhem was my second favorite movie of the year, and everybody will know that my favorite movie of the year was a uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. That's all I have to say about that one. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is a fun, happy recap. I don't think there needs to be any debating necessarily on this segment, but yeah. uh, I, I, I do think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a little high. Uh, what was your eight or nine? I thought that was high, too. Bottoms. Yeah, bottoms. You were not happy with bottoms. Bottoms is a little high. What did you give bottoms out of ten? I think I gave it like a seven. Yeah, I, yeah, I give it an eight. I just loved it so much. It was so, I saw it twice. Uh, but yeah, that's that's not a bad list. It's not a bad list. Um, okay, so here we go. Again, follow us on Letterboxd. Uh, I have my entire, uh, all 50, 58 movies that I saw last year. Not ranked. enough. You need to watch more movies. I need to watch home. more movies. Yeah, yeah, that's not even scratching. I, I, if, I, if you're not in triple digits, you literally need to shut up. Um, but, <laughs> so I tried to make... This is my top 10 list of 2023. Mm -hmm. I try to do a, with any list, it's tough yeah. to to kind of like gauge like, well, I enjoyed this one more, but mm -hmm. this one's probably a little bit better. Like, mm -hmm. uh, so I try to do a, a mix of both. Mm -hmm. um, and like you said this, like when you came out of Ironclaw and you're like, that's probably, like, I kind of enjoyed that. And it's a better movie than like Barbie or, or, or Bottoms, yeah. but it didn't make your top 10. So it's tough. Yeah, exactly. It's tough. But so my... Um, my honorable mentions, also Iron Claw. Yeah. Um, Air is yeah. my 11. It's just out of my top 10. Yeah, that's um, so low. And then for some reason, yeah, some of these might be wrong. This is just what I have on my list right now. I might change this. Uh, for some reason, John Wick is at 12. I feel like John Wick should be in the top 10. Uh -huh. It was a very fun John Wick 
action movie. The mm-hmm. only reason it's a little bit lower is because it's a little bit repetitive, and I think a lot of pe- people felt that in that movie. Yes. But it is still just absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. The Arc de Triumph scene is just – that's what that was, right? It was Arc uh, was just unbelievably fascinating to watch, mm-hmm. as was most of that movie. And then Wonka. Wonka I have at 13. A lot of people are going to hate that movie. I totally understand you hating that movie. Uh, it, 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 it clicked a box for me. So, all right. We're going to start off with one that's going to piss him off. At my number 10 spot, I have Past Lives. Okay, a good A24 movie. It's sad, it's slow, but that's what it needed to be. I basically like this movie because of the concept. Um, it's kind of the concept in the end of La La Land, but stretched out to an entire movie, and I think it handles it uh, very, very well. It'll make you think, it'll make you hurt, uh, and it makes you uh, live Mm-hmm. Is how I felt after that movie. Uh, at number 10, I have Elemental. I think it's one of the best Pixar movies we've gotten in the last five years. I think it's a little underrated. I'm glad it uh, eventually started to do well at the box mm-hmm. office. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my top 10 Pixar movies ever. It's prob- I mean, it's definitely not top five, but um, it is in the top half, I think. Um, at eight, I have Oppenheimer, which is, I think, you had... Seven, but yeah. Okay, very close. Uh, yeah, very fun movie. Um Robert Downey Jr., Killian Murphy, acting was amazing, script was amazing, Nolan does a great job. Uh, at seven, I have Talk To Me. Like you said, one of your best, one of your favorite horror movies in the last five years since your last favorite horror movie, Hereditary. Mm-hmm. We are very on the same wavelength with horror, apparently. I would say the exact same thing. Um, I'm so glad we got to see that early and and see the, the directors and everything because they, they did a great job. Interesting concept and just really well done. Uh, this one is the craziest one, I think. Maybe the dumbest thing that I have on here is Dumb Money. Uh, you really didn't like that movie. I didn't, like, hate it, but, yeah, we'll talk about that after. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it reminded me of Air because it was, like, a, a fast-paced documentary type thing, but I thought it was funnier. I thought it was more engaging. Um, I, I like the actors. I mean, Air has a stacked cast as well, so, like, I can't really say anything there. But uh, I came out of Dumb Money being like, wow, that was really, really fun. I really enjoyed that, so... All right, here's my top five of the year. At number five, I have Godzilla minus one. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I love Godzilla. He's literally on my list of daddies. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's number one. No, he's number three, mm-hmm. Godzilla. Um, I don't think I've seen a Godzilla movie that I didn't like, and this is probably the best one. Uh, it is a perfect blend of, uh, and a lot of like monster horror or, or monster movies with Godzilla or King Kong or whatever. You have the the fun monster parts, and then you have really terrible human parts for the rest, and then you have too much of that. This movie does a perfect balance of having excellent human stuff and then excellent Godzilla stuff. It lets Godzilla be Godzilla. You get the you get the scene of him destroying a city and everyone freaking out. You get the classic Godzilla-ness, but then the human stuff doesn't make you want to roll your eyes. So good job. Uh, at number four, I have Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. This was probably the most fun I had in a movie theater, or at least... I don't know, because I, I saw it with a good group. My dad was in town. He loves Mission Impossible. And Haley Atwell was breathtaking. And, uh, yeah, I, I just remember being in that theater having a blast. So thank you, Tom Cruise. Thank you for everyone for making that movie. Dungeons & Dragons is my number three. I will sing the praises of this movie until the ends of the earth. Um, it's I think this was the funniest movie of the year, probably, for me. Um it's not slow at any parts. It's it's fun. It's unique. Chris Pine does a great job. Um, I just and and Hugh Grant too uh, as the villain was was so much fun. So um, that was the biggest upset of the year for me because I don't think anyone went in thinking that was going to be great, but I thought it was great. And then hey, guess what? 
I'm a Marvel guy. You know, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm a nerd. You know, I've got Mission Impossible and Dungeons and Dragons in my top five. Okay, mm-hmm. and now we've got Guardians of the Galaxy at two. Mm-hmm. Lovely, and the number one, of course, is going to be Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, no, um, we're nerds. Yeah, we're nerds. So you know, if you didn't expect that, I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, yeah. wonderful movies. Wonderful yes. movies. So uh, yeah, I just want to bring up a couple things that I disagree with. Obviously, sure. you brought up uh, Dumb Money. Yeah. My review, because you told me that Dumb Money's better than Air when you saw Dumb Money. Mm-hmm. My review on Letterboxd for Dumb Money was, Andrew thinks this movie's better than Air. Andrew's a f***ing idiot. <laughs> that, that, Dumb Money does not compare to Air in the slightest. I don't think that movie has an ending. It's, Dumb Money? Yes. yes, it does. Oh my gosh. I don't care about any of the characters nearly as much as I cared about the characters in Air. Like... I, yeah, I didn't get nearly as much out of it as you. And then, yeah, here we go to the, you know, I kind of wanted to talk about movies that maybe are very popular, that maybe we disagree with that, or or movies that we disagree on this year, or this or that. Um, Past Lives would be at the top of that list. I see so many people telling me, saying that Past Lives is their favorite movie of the year. It's one of their favorites. I know it's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. I'm happy for that movie and everything like that. I didn't like that movie at all. Yeah, we haven't discussed this on the pod yet. No. Or any time. No. Why? Um, what was bad about it? I think the best way I can say it is my initial thought, which is La La Land and Marriage Story ran so this movie could walk. I've seen this movie be done a thousand times better twice. I just don't get why people are so enamored by a story that we have seen. I will admit I have an unbelievable preconceived bias against will they won't they stories. Normal People is a one season show based on a book stars Paul Mescal and Daisy Edgar Jones, two huge budding stars. They could be a listers one day. You know, I was in the same room as Daisy Edgar Jones one time. Fresh. She's she's really pretty. No, isn't she in, um, uh, the where the the moss the yes what's it yeah she's the lead yeah and I didn't really know it at the time yeah but she's really pretty what's the name of that where the crawdads sing there you go yeah 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 she's beautiful and an incredible actress and yeah. her and Paul Mescal are awesome and normal people even though it's a great show I didn't like it yeah even though I I think it's an eight out of ten like I think it's a great show but like I. I didn't like watching it because I don't like will they, won't they stories. So maybe I have a preconceived, like a pre... Yeah, probably. Bias against past lives. But, and on top of that, everybody was telling me it's the movie of the year. Yeah, sure. But emotionally, I didn't cry at all. I didn't care. I didn't care for the characters. Nothing that happened in the story interested me or affected me in the slightest. When they were won't days, when they were children, I wasn't upset. When they were won't days, when they reconnected on Facebook, I wasn't upset. When she married the other guy, I wasn't upset. I thought she was better with the other guy. I didn't. I was upset. Like, I didn't get anything out of it. Sure, that's fair. Like, I I don't think I'm going to argue too heavily. Like, I, I think... If this movie doesn't click for you, like it doesn't click for you, like that, that, yeah. that's fine. Like I'm not gonna freak out. But like, for me, I felt like it was a very raw, real version of this concept that I had not seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, w- and maybe because of like my life experiences or whatever, like when that kept happening, like it did affect me. And when that other guy showed up while she was out at the house, like writing or something on a retreat, and then she meets this guy. Mm-hmm. I immediately, like, out loud said, out loud was like, no, no, 
I said, don't do that, like in the theater, uh, because I, I was affected. Um, and then at the end, that whole like one shot of them walking to the taxi and then her walking back and like breaking down and then him in the taxi going to the airport was just like, I thought it was really, really good. And my theater experience was kind of special too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I thought it, I thought it handled like reality and relationships in, in a way that most movies don't. And I liked that. It was kind of unique, but um, yeah. What else? I saw asteroid city this year, which is a movie I know you didn't see. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it quite a bit. I gave it an 8 out of 10. It's weird. I don't know if you would like it. I've seen a couple Wes Anderson movies. I've seen his first movie, Bottle Rocket. I've seen uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, which is one of my favorite comedies of all time. Um, he is, he's got his distinct style. I've seen a lot of people say this movie is style over sus- substance. I don't really think that. It's a really interesting story of like what matters in life. And, 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 and I actually got kind of... And a lot out of it. I watched it on a plane and I was kind of disappointed I watched it on a plane. It's a very pretty movie as well. A movie that not a lot of people talked about is uh, A Million Miles Away. Yeah. Um, that was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anybody said good things, bad things or whatever. I've seen the rom-com Anyone But You yeah. get a decent amount of hate. I thought it was a blast. That's exactly what it needs to be. Sydney Sweeney cannot act. Doesn't matter. She's gorgeous. Glenn Powell, he can act, I think. Also hot. <laughs> Not really in this movie. Doesn't matter. He's so hot. Like yeah, They're so hot. <laughs> and it was fun. It was funny. There were some good laughs. Indiana Jones, I wish was better. I think that the first 40 minutes are great. And I think the last 40 minutes are great. I wish that the chase scene in Morocco was not bad. Because that ruined the movie for me. And then obviously, we've talked about it a little bit to death. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, not my favorite this year. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, now that I've seen Iron Claw and I've seen, you know, a very sad story done that wasn't, you know, four hours that actually makes you care about the pe- yeah. real people. Yeah, we talked about that. We came out of that and we were like, this is a very slow, like, movie. Like, uh, we, we, we just said, like, yo, we cared way more about these brothers yeah. and the people in this movie than we cared about anyone in most other movies. Lily Gladstone and her sisters in that movie. And it's just, it's a very similar idea. You're watching the movie unfold similarly, but I don't know. There was time to breathe in between sad things happening in a way that there wasn't in Killers of the Flower Moon. I cared about these characters because you gave me moments for me to like them in ways that you did not in Killers of the Flower Moon. On top of the fact that it wasn't four hours on top of the fact that you didn't make the main character, the person that we should be rooting against killers of the flower moon to me would be if the main character was the dad. Right. Like, I don't like, I don't like this guy. Like, I don't like, I mean, I, so, so we do, we have said positive things about killers of the flower moon in the past. Yes. I currently sees. Yeah. No one sees or cares about, of course. Um, I currently have it at 46 on my list, which is very, very low, obviously. Yep. Yep. Um, but I will say, um, maybe it's because we went so viral for it, and maybe because it's just been constantly thrown in my face and in my mind so much. But I, I actually don't think that's the case. That Some of those things in the movie did stick with me. Like, I do remember, like, I can remember certain scenes and certain ways I felt in the movie last with me or stick with me longer than most movies on this list. Now, it doesn't mean I enjoyed the movie overall, mm-hmm. but in terms of, like, something just sticking with me, mm-hmm. Killers of the Flower Moon actually did stick with me. Like, I remember being, like, four weeks after the movie being like, 
oh, I'm still kind of like, I can still kind of like remember certain things in this movie where like a lot of other movies are just like haunting in Venice or anything else. I, I don't remember anything. Yeah. So I will give it that. Like, That's it, interesting. It, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then the last movie I want to talk about, um, I don't even really want to talk about it because Letterboxd already absolutely massacred me for it. <gasps> the Holdovers? Oh my gosh. I haven't seen it, but like people in our Discord were literally begging me to watch it so that I could yell at you. Oh my gosh. Best movie of the year. Are you f serious? It's on the level of Knock at the Cabin. It's worse than Transformers. It oh is, my gosh. It is, it is of, of the 39 movies I have here on Letterboxd, uh, it's 35. I, I, like... I really didn't like it. It, it, it. I don't understand at all what people loved about it. I saw somebody call it a warm blanket. I saw it with me, my mother, and my and my girlfriend Rachel. All of us wanted to turn it off, but we paid twenty dollars for it, so we were we weren't going to turn it off. We were constantly bored by it. I laughed four times. It's supposed to be a comedy drama. I didn't find ninety percent of the jokes funny. At, at, at the end, he makes a penis joke, which I thought was very funny. But uh, like. Paul Giamatti, he's good in it. He's probably going to get an Oscar nomination. I'm not mad about that. But, like, the idea that this movie is this great warm hug or people that were made sad by it or this or that, I found none of the characters relatable at all. I didn't care about any of the plights of the characters. When the characters were sad, didn't care. When the characters were happy, didn't care. I was constantly baffled at the love that that movie and past lives have gotten this year. Those are the two movies where I'm watching them the whole time. And I'm like, what, what the hell is everybody talking about? And I guess killers of the flower moon, but I kind of, I would love to say this with a guest. I kind of feel like nobody actually likes killers of the flower moon. They, they just are forced to I, like, I have yet to hear somebody tell me I, I I've asked multiple people. Alex Coleman, friend of the show, we're dying to have him on the podcast. I was live with him a couple weeks ago, and he has Killers of the Flower Moon as like his second or third or fourth favorite movie of the year, like easily top five. Um, and I was like, like I was like, obviously you've seen my take. Like, what? Why do you love it so much? And he kept repeating how important the movie is, and then said. And we were on live, we had a, a couple hundred people on, and he was like, I don't want to spoil it, but the ending, there's something that happens that really meant a lot to me. And Killers of the Flower Moon, like, I've yet to hear somebody tell me why it's so good without telling me its importance. And I could tell you a million movies that are important that, that suck. Just because a, a movie is about an important event that shouldn't be forgotten, which that's all factual statements about Killers of the Flower of Moon. Of course, of course. Does it mean it's a good movie? Just because you shed light on a tragedy that happened, like I just feel yeah. Very there are a lot of movies that, that can do that and do it better, in our opinion. Yeah, uh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, like like every nine eleven movie you could say is important. Nine eleven movies largely are bad. Yeah, I've never seen a good nine eleven movie. There's a terrible one in an elevator with Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg. It's awful. Like like there are terrible nine eleven movies just because they're important and a story that needs to be told doesn't mean it's a good movie. And I've yet to hear somebody say it's a good movie without saying how important it is. And, like, I've, I've heard so many people rave about the Scorsese cameo at the end. And it's like, how is that different from the Marvel nerds? You know what I'm saying? Like, so many motherfuckers freak out about, you know, this person showing up at the end or this person showing up at the end. I've heard 10 people tell me how great the ending of Killers of the Flower Moon is and how impactful it is to them because of a Scorsese cameo. Like, you're, you're 
a Marvel nerd like us. Like, you know, I just. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, my New Year's resolution going to 2024 is I'm super excited to not talk about that movie anymore. <laughs> All right. We're done. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about last year. Um, oh, well, you know, our main job is to talk about superhero movies in particular. Yes. Did you watch Aquaman? I haven't. Why are you not slightly profesh? I know. I'm not. This is your job. I know. I would like you to tell them about Aquaman because I have something I want to talk about about Aquaman. Aquaman sucks, dude. Um, <laughs> let me tell you. Um <laughs> Yeah, there's, like, there's stuff in it. Like, stuff happens, I guess. There's, like, an octopus or whatever. But, like, it's not fun. Uh, in terms of, like, okay, so they couldn't decide if they wanted to be Ragnarok or if they wanted to, like, take themselves seriously. Um, Jason Momoa is full, you know, not Aquaman. You know, he's full Thor Ragnarok or Star-Lord or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him. Like, the script is... Yikes. Um, Like, in the DCEU, I have it, like, above Suicide... No, I have it under Suicide Squad. Uh, I have it above Wonder Woman 1984 and, for me, Batman vs. Superman. uh, You have Man of Steel ahead of it. Yeah. Uh, See, that breaks my heart. I just, again, I haven't seen Aquaman, The Last... The Lost Kingdom, The Last Kingdom, The Last King, The Lost King, whatever. I haven't seen this movie. Um, it breaks my heart hearing you say all that because I love James Wan with all my heart. Um, that, that's Jimmy Woo's in it. R- yeah, Randall Park. Yeah, he's yeah. at the end of Aquaman. Yeah, he's in this one a lot. He's the one that rescues Black Manta. Yeah, he works for Black Manta like the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, that's uh, Asian Jim. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we did get some James Wan news, though, and I haven't seen anybody on social media talk about this and it's probably the most excited I am for a movie other than Superman Legacy in the next three years we now know James Wan's next project which will be an adaptation of the legendary Lovecraft book The Call of Cthulhu interesting James Wan is doing a Cthulhu movie wow I don't think I've ever been more excited for a horror movie in my life no no I have when is that coming out 2025 or 2026 cool I love Cthulhu yeah it's a very love Cthulhu I watched Underwater just for Cthulhu yeah Underwater not a great movie Cthulhu though awesome love Cthulhu I think that is awesome so I am I've read that book so I am so excited for my favorite horror director to tackle probably my favorite horror concept that hasn't been done so I'm jazzed yeah sounds exciting Call of Cthulhu most anticipated movie of the next five years Jazzed. other than Superman Legacy yes probably <laughs> hopefully it'll be good you yeah know, see. yeah okay uh, we got one more thing to do yeah um, how what am I known as you're the trivia guy I'm the trivia guy you're a fellow dude I got an interesting trivia game for you to play All right, let's and I got it. a little something interactive something for them to do at home as well sick so I've got a bonus video we already told you it's Super Smash of us playing that, um, that y'all can find. I'll explain that, but you got to watch to the end. So what we're going to do, I'm going to, you are going to guess the, you can play at home as well, but you're going to guess the superhero based on their Google search history. Okay. Oh no. So I'm going to read things. They're easy. Most of these are easy. Okay. Um, it sounds difficult. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. Um, 
There are 14. Okay. You have to get 13 out of 14 correct. To get my prize? Uh, to get your Christmas gift. Cool. All right. I didn't get your shit, by the way. That's fine. Ready? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> First search, Urban Dictionary, Hammer Time. Next search, Visit Norway. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, ne- Thor. Yes. Next search, Spotify, Web Player, Thunder by Imagine Dragons. Oh, this is, okay. This is what this is. Okay. Oklahoma City Thunder, NBA, Baldur, Mythology Online, and Asgard Mythology Online. That's funny. Okay. Next. Solid. Sick. Next one. Okay. SeaWorld theme parks. Yeah. Trident gum on yep. Twitter. Yeah. 20,000 Leagues Under yep. the Sea. Yeah, Aquaman. Yes. Dolphin Communication National Geographic Magazine. Next. Uh, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight uh, Petco uh, searches. Uh, place your order. Um, add to cart. Fresh step. Unscented litter. Litter. Scratching post. Red feather teaser toy. Uh, shedding brush. Meow mix. And store locations. Near Gotham. Catwoman. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Next. Local Greek food delivery. Grubhub. Contact Amazon support. Website name is misleading. Amazon.com. Uh, ma- manage profile. Username Lasso Lady 41 Yeah, Wonder Woman. Also Facebook manager. Love your bra- bracelets. Where can I get one? Next. Um, shop cigars. Twitter handle. I am Lil Bub. Yeah, yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, also Bones of a Human Skeleton quiz and Alloy of the Future, a look at Adamantium. Also, add team at Neosporin.com, RE, sponsorship opportunity. <laughs> Did you come up with all these? No. Oh. This one's going to be pretty easy, but I'll get through a couple. Metropolis Business Council, uh, world's largest kryptonite supplier, uh, Man of Steel siding, and a LexCorp email. Mm-hmm. Um, Head shaving tips for men. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Lex Luthor. Yes. Um, WikiHow, three easy ways to fix ripped pants. Mm-hmm. Smash TV series mm-hmm. 2012 to 2013. Mm-hmm. Spotify web player, Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, our menu, Smash Burger. Mm-hmm. And Gamma Ray Discography mm-hmm. Encyclopedia. Yep, yep. Hulk. Um. Uh, these are all um, uh, subjects of emails sent to this person. Okay. Uh, haven't seen you lately. Where are you? In the interest of transparency, nothing to see here. All for Yahoo Mail. And then Raf Ellison Books at Barnes & Noble. Can you get it from that? All right, I can give you a couple more. All right, here are the emails. Uh, Grim at rockmail.com, ff underscore read at gmail.com, victor at doom.net. I'm going to read the names of the email, the subjects of the emails one more time. Haven't seen you lately. Where are you in the interest of transparency? Nothing to see here. Invisible woman. That's correct. Gotcha. Uh, WebMD, burning sensation on scalp, motorcycle repair. Ghost Rider. That's correct. Also flame retardant jackets and Nicolas Cage filmography. That's hilarious. Next. Uh... Empire State University, Student Portal, uh, Uncle Ben's Rice Products, da- Daily Bugle, Gwen Stacy Profile on Facebook, MJ Watson Profile on Facebook. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yep. Um, the first three are the Weather Channel and then Weather.com Hourly Forecast and Radar Map for Salem Center, New York. 
Uh, we've got um, Twister, 1996 on Netflix, and Singing in the Rain on 1952 on Netflix. And then you have a Charles at Xavier Academy dot edu. Leadership training is the name of that subject of that email. And then T'Challa at Panther.org, pick up milk on your way home. Storm. That's correct. Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense. Photo albums, Liz Sherman. Edit profile, username, right hand of doom. Streaming, Fall of the Nazi Party history channel. Streaming, Rasputin, the Mad Monk history channel. And then best tool for removal of horns, Google search. This one is the only one that you might get wrong. <clears throat> Fall of Hitler. Fall of the Nazi Party. Yeah. Rasputin the Mad Monk on History Channel. Edit profile, username, Right Hand of Doom. Photo albums, Liz Sherman and Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense. And then Google search, best tool of for removal of horns. Yes. So obviously, I am like, obvi- well, Fall of Nazi Party, I wanted Magneto. So that's where I was thinking. I was convinced. And then I'm going to go Hellboy. Hellboy's correct. Yeah. National Rifle Association, uh, Kevlar Wikipedia, um, search results, Skull Shirts on Hot Topic, Die Hard with a Vengeance 1995, IMDb. Punisher. Correct. Ice Age 2002 Netflix, Cryogenics on Wikipedia, Composed Message, All right, everyone, chill. Uh, D.Grayson at Wayne.biz reply, stay cool, bird boy. Uh, fridge air product registration and then Cold Stone Creamery. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. That's correct. That's funny. And that was the last one, 14 for 14. Sick. What do I get? All right, he's got to go get it. I've talked a whole lot in this episode off air. This motherfucker is going to tell me how bad I was. So <laughs> he just laughed really hard. So. I don't really want to talk anymore, but I gots to entertain y'all. So, uh, uh, what can I tell you that would be entertaining? Um, uh, I don't know what Andrew got me, um, but I don't think it's going to be a very big deal. I didn't get anybody in the house Christmas gifts. I didn't think I needed to. But now I feel bad because he got me a gift, and now I need to think of something to get him. So, if y'all in the comments... Want to, like, give me a coded message on what I should buy Andrew? That would be seriously helpful. As you guys may tell, may be able to tell our uh, viewing audience, uh, the set is taking on some changes. This is not a permanent set, uh, believe us, but uh, we'll be making some changes soon, and we uh, hope you enjoy I think I have a couple more things for you, okay. but I couldn't find them. Okay. Uh, I think you've already seen this. I, I, here's some Grogu stickers. Excellent. You and, know I'm a sticker fiend. And then we got... Excellent. I know it's one of your favorite movies. I love that movie. Heath Ledger. Uh, what are those called? Those things that like move when you look at them? I don't know, but this is scary. Yeah, isn't it scary looking? we got to put it on the set somewhere. This really looks like he's right in front of me, though. Yeah. So... Um, Thank you, Bubba. For the viewers, if you want to find a bonus video from us and play a little online interactive game that I created, I hid a URL somewhere during the trivia challenge. I popped up a URL, so it's somewhere from when we start trivia to now. It's in there somewhere. Find it. That URL will take you to a website where you can play 
a little game and see a video of us, an extra video of us. But the password to the website is the answer to this Google search. I've got one more to read for them, so don't answer. I'm going to read all of them, and then the name of this character is the password to get you into the website to play. All one word? All one word. Lowercase. All lowercase. Here we go. New York State Bar Association, find a ride in Hell's Kitchen lift. Members, National Federation for the Blind, Kingpin 1996 for Netflix, Evil Knievel jumps 14 Greyhound buses on YouTube, and Video Call with Electra 81 on Google Hangouts. Excellent. Pretty easy one. Here's to 2024. 